Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Hello, Baltimore. It's that time again. I am your host, Dr. Mel Butler, and it's Faces Going Places. I want to remind all our listeners that Faces Going Places is a nonprofit 501c3 charitable organization. So your donations will be helpful to us moving forward in our cause. We are so excited today. We got some exciting guests and our regular, my, my boss, I have two bosses. One is Reggie Hot Sauce and the other one is Knowledge, the producer. And we got a new person. So if you guys hear screaming and hear little pigs wailing, you'll know I have too many bosses. But thank you for tuning in today. Hope our listeners are ready for a nice, powerful day. Hope everybody have taken all their precautions against the coronavirus. And don't be SOS like I was. Because when they said the coronavirus, I ran to the liquor store and told them to take all the corona beer off the shelf. I think I made a mistake. It's not that corona. But it sounded good. So today we're going to get started because we got some serious things to talk about today and a couple of little funny things, too. Remember, our call in number is 410-300-0489. And I'm proud to say that our sponsors today, Sweat and Go, and that is run by Reggie Hot Sauce Thornton with the R and the N at the end. And he'll be talking to you today. He's got some things that will be good for everybody's health. And he'll be talking about fitness. And we have another young lady who's in a queen. And she's going to be talking about her organization and what they do and how they do. So right now, we're going to start right off with the ladies first, even though we really don't have to do the ladies first. Because they have passed so many laws in the last two years that the ladies who are already on top, now they're on top of being on top. So, listeners, I want you to listen to this young lady. Give her your undivided attention. Take some notes so you can call in and definitely so that you can uh, support her. And her name is Danelle Pinder. Hello. Mm -hmm. How are you? Hi. I bet you better talk up or y'all can't even hear, can you? Can you hear me now? Hear me now? (laughs) All right. Hi, I'm Danelle Pinder. I'm the founder of Excellence and Ambition Incorporated. We are a nonprofit organization located in Baltimore City. We help young people age 14 through 21 start new businesses. Uh, we also teach professionalism, soft skills training, workforce development, resume writing, cover letter writing, dress to impress, financial literacy, and and we also just a family for the young people coming in to us. Um, we just create an environment where they feel welcome. Uh, we are located at Sister Saving the City, which is at 4236 Pimlico Road in Pimlico in uh, Park Heights. All right. Now, mm-hmm. what ages do you handle in your uh, 
And our organization uh, is 14 through 21. Um, and at Sister Saving the City, the after-school program, uh, the young people can come as early as 10. So uh, from 10 to 21. So what does a young person have to have? Do they have to have an idea? Do they, what, what? How does it work? So... Yes, if you would like to. So it is a six to eight week curriculum that mm-hmm. we you, when you come in, you say you just want to hang out. You may not even have an idea. You just want to not be outside. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and I, I can understand. You know, you just okay. don't, you know, especially in Park Heights, you know, or you have a friend. A lot of our young people um, come through either Youth Works or they have a friend that already attend and their friend will bring them with them on a day and they just keep coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so do um, go through our six uh, week curriculum. After six weeks, we determine whether you are in a track to start a business or mm-hmm. you're in a track for workforce development. Those who are in a track for workforce development, we get them plugged into Mr. Jimmy, who is the facilitator for the YBC project, which okay. is Youth Build Community. And in that project, you learn about manufacturing, you learn about construction, you learn how to use basic tools, um, and whatever your creativity lends itself to. Because mm-hmm. um, he is a contractor, a journeyman, but he's also also an artist okay and so you have a concept that you want to bring to fruition he helps to make that happen for you but it's in a different um lane because getting through the the whole purpose of that project really is to get you ready for work and to find you a job Mm. you know in the Mm -hmm. end of that eight week term now what about the seed money to get them started in a business let's say so that's the other direction that's the entrepreneurship so if you get through if you if you uh, workforce development then you want to go into entrepreneurship so we work with you for another two weeks getting your business plan complete getting your um you know what it is that you want to do if it's a viable business then the organization uh grants a stipend of five hundred dollars so like a, a mission statement yeah you have to have a mission it has to have your uh, executive summary your budget it has to have your marketing plan it has to have um it's, it's we have a vision board mm-hmm. and in that vision board there are five sections that um the young person make sure that it's, it's fleshed out and then we type it up in a format right. that makes sense. Okay, for them so to do, then, that, do they understand that when you're giving those things like you just gave, mm-hmm. that really is the essential initial the part parts of a business of a plan. business, right. Yep, you so, have to have those parts. Mm-hmm. You have to have fleshed that out. Um, you can say, okay, I just I want to sell hair. Right. Okay, wonderful. You want to sell hair. They would never make it with me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you know, the young ladies, I want to just sell hair. Or I want to do, you know, whatever it is that they, they end up wanting to do after that six weeks. So, okay, yeah. let's flush this idea out more. Yeah. Um, once they get through that, and we don't announce it, you know, that they're going to get $500. But the ones who actually get through, because we find it to say, okay, um, we're going to give you $500. We said that in the beginning. Then the whole time they're working, they're working to get five hundred dollars, okay. and I'm actually working to get to the, the really for their what they're supposed to be working for, which is the business itself. Okay, how many and businesses so, are over in in your place now? So right now, um, that's a good question. So we have a sister circle through Yamadi, which is the um, where they gather all the young ladies, all the girls, and they have a, a talk around um, just different issues that they want to talk about. And it's inside the of ladies, a... They don't get Beyonce in that, do you? I all, mean, you know, you've seen them, Dr. Butler. So there's a couple of Beyonce... Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I said. Exactly. That's why They I fancy. Okay. And so, um, but we have a uh, salon, a makeshift salon in the building. Um, I mean, it, it has a chair. It has uh, the ambiance the of a salon. Thing, like they, they were and operating. so they can sit and, you know, if they do want to do each other's 
person's hair or makeup and then talk about whatever they want to talk about. So that's one. Uh, we had B-Fab, which is a um, a dance team that started Good their own. Team. They're a great dance team. dance team. Um, and they have started, they actually, they started their radio show podcast about two years ago. Okay. So they're a dance squad and a um, radio show now they're on hiatus right now because we're trying to find a new location for them to um to be housed but it's an all youth run uh radio show where they can uh, promote and they want to actually branch out now it's like okay they've been doing more events hosting Mm -hmm. events and and being the dancers at an event the opening act and stuff like that so they want to get more into that side of things too what what are some of the events that they do i know they do a lot of events well bfab um they they did last year. What did they host? They hosted the Be More Lit conference last year. They hosted the ceasefire event at um, in Park Heights. Mm. Um, they've hosted at different parties. They've been invited to come to to like make the party live yeah. um, type deal. Okay. <laughs> um, um, and they are within the Be, uh, Be More Than Dance network. And so um, one of the the founders is um, going to Austin, Texas soon because she was featured in a um, TT T Times um, Dark City. Okay. Um, documentary um so they even they did a lot 2019 was a good year for bfab um, can, can they there. check out the uh, uh, the thing that they did on like either youtube or something like yes um we're trying to get our youtube page up and running but you can follow jada j-a-d-h-h-h-h i think it's four h's uh underscore dot underscore um on instagram and i'll make sure i get that instagram for you guys um before if you follow her page and um all that they, they have videos and stuff and also a mirror baby okay is the can other you give lady. that address or how they find that uh, yeah, I'll find that. it on my phone in a second because I want to make sure I hit all of the businesses. Okay. Um, the Chosen Ones is another dance team. And those are, that's with Under Ty. That's the young lady yep. you met that performed at Avenue Market. So that's a different uh, dance squad. They let squad. it out, folks. They let and it And they out. also are part of the Be More Than Dance Network. And um, Ty is wonderful. She is 20. But she's been dancing just along with B-Fab. They've been dancing since they were 12 years old and choreographing since they were 15. And now she has her own dance squad. It's a traveling and a competition squad. Um, Mm. And they go all around. They've been, they've traveled to to Philly and Jersey and Delaware. And they, they, every time they get on the floor, (laughs) they crush it. And Mm so, um, and they win. They really do. So, yeah. She has young ladies from age three to 21. Um, who she works with right now. And she said that she work with anybody. Like, if you want to be a part of her dance squad, she don't care how old you are. If you have dedication and will show up, she'll work with you. And so you that's another are 501c3 too, Yes, you? we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, we just provide the supports to what they want to do. YBC mm-hmm. is new. And it actually started through, um, not, not YBC, the, um, the Tennis Shoe um, Project. And we don't have a name for it just yet. But that started through YBC, which is the Workforce Development um, Project, because they were working on building a stage. Then it got too cold outside to work on the stage. <laughs> so Jimmy was asking, well, what do you guys want to do on the inside? They got to cracking on each other's shoes. You know, I don't know, boys. That's, that's the one group that has some boys in it. And somehow they started cracking on each other's shoes. And Jimmy was like, well, you know, why don't y'all just do, you know, let's, let's figure out how to fix the shoes. Because, yeah. you know, they were asking where he got his shoes from. He said, I customized my own shoes. And they were like, eyes got big. Like, what? Like, we want to do that. And so they started working on each other's shoes. And um, 
it's now grown into a whole project that that is grown into a business, really. And so even though those young people were in workforce development, it's become a synergy between the two projects. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're working with them now on how to monetize um, their talent and how to really get into the the making of of this. Yeah, and you just get ready to go into a fundraiser for a, a need that you guys have. I don't think... The audience yeah. needs to know exactly what the need is, but yeah. what what kind of project is a fundraiser, and how can people get involved or get some tickets or get some support? Yes, yeah, so we have a raffle. We're selling raffle tickets. Uh, they are five dollars for uh, each, or three for ten, and um, you can get them um, by contacting us directly. You can hit us up on our Facebook uh, page, which which is uh, Facebook dot com slash um, ambitious youth or ambitious be more. Uh, let me let me let me look at it. And make sure I got it right. right and, and we're encouraging uh, folks, everybody, to support that because when you when we as a culture support one another, then that gives us room to help somebody else grow. And this organization is one of the ones that we at Faces Going Places is uh, supporting, and we definitely want to make the goal that they have set. Uh, within the next couple of weeks. So when you hear this information, you can either uh, call Ms. Pender or you can also uh, email us uh, at uh, butler, B-U-T with one T, L-E-R, 1712 at yahoo.com. And also probably you can call uh, our partner, uh, Sweat and Go. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. 301-793-5878. All right, so I'm going to give you guys my phone number and email address. So you can contact me at 443-813-9607 or excellence.ambitionyouth at gmail.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash ambitiousbemore. Our Instagram is also excellence underscore ambition. And I'm going to find you guys the... um, for Jada's page as well. Um, and you can contact us, Jada, J-A-D-U-H-H-H dot underscore. If you want to follow BFAB, <laughs> I know. Is it four H's or I three? know. It is three. Okay. J-A-D-U-H-H-H dot underscore. And um, you will see BFAB and some of the videos and, and dance squads and things, the dance um, things that they are doing. Let me ask you a question. Is the city or the work, they have a workforce development office here mm-hmm. in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Have you guys reached out to them or have they reached out to you or what? Yes, we have reached out to the city. We actually worked with them on the Be More Live 19 um, project last year. And so we were a part, Excellence and Ambition was a part of the coalition of different youth groups um, in Baltimore, working with the mayor's office right. of youth and child, um, children. Um, and so, but when it comes to the workforce, I've, um, you know how you network and you get mm-hmm. business cards and then you follow up with those business cards and you don't get a phone call back. So a lot of those <laughs> things are happening, um, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's a part of the, uh, we, we apply for the youth funding. We're unable to get it. Everybody knows, I can't say everybody, but those in the know, know what is, what we're doing. And so um, hopefully they will begin to, um, Either contact us or respond to respond to our call, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, yeah. Well, I think 
what you're doing is fantastic, and I definitely think that our audience, our listening audience, and other adults and young people, that they should uh, take this stuff serious, take it to heart, because it's an excellent place to bring kids in off the street. Yeah. And it's one of those things that we tell everybody. The politicians say that they are putting up money for solutions, and there are people like you who have solutions, and if they're trying to reach the youth, what better place to reach the youth, the youth than where they are? Mm-hmm. And your program, I see as being very, very synergistic and also exciting for the young people to see that when they start their own business, I know I saw them make some money. Already. Yes, yes, they did. And they I think they were quite, quite happy, mm-hmm. what you say? So when you have a solution out there, folks, I'm hoping that uh, people like Ms. Pender, uh, people like Mr. Thornton, uh, Knowledge with his uh, studio, it's sort of like starting all over. And that's what people need to buy into, that you have a group of people that are really serious about the solutions that will help our young people and people getting behind them. These kind of things should be just off the chart with people volunteering and helping. And I believe that raffle is like five dollars, as you $5. said, three mm-hmm. for ten. Mm-hmm. And yes. we're asking people if you sponsor any one of those things, we at Faces Going Places will give you a free ticket to get in to see the Harlem Wizards at our next game. So we hope that you'll tear the lines up and get in there and be, be a part of it. But we're going to get back to you, Ms. Pender. Is there anything yes. else you want to say? Because we're going to come back to you. Next, uh, when we come Mr. back, Thorne I'm going to talk like about gonna hit me yeah. in my eye. I only have one eye, but he is taking aim at that one eye. He Okay. <laughs> Did you have, have anything else? We'll go over the events later. Okay. Yeah. So now we're going to come to Mr. Thornton. Ouch. He just smacked me with his cane. <laughs> but uh, as you know, uh, Reggie is, uh, he likes to be called hot sauce, by the way. But he is the partner to the business and has been just going around with me. He's seen most of the stuff that we do. He has already seen. And for him to come all the way from that D.C. area, Clinton, Clinton, Maryland area, and be interested in our youth and our uh, seniors I want him to talk about some things that he's happened. He's got some good stuff, too, folks, that you can get. So, Reggie, why don't you give him a rundown on what you do, what you want to do, what you can do, what you won't do, what they can't do. Okay, it's yours. <laughs> well, what I won't do is give you bad advice. But what I will do is um, enlighten you some things as far as health and wellness is concerned. Um we all know, well, first and foremost, what's going on with the coronavirus mm-hmm. and what's going on. And everybody needs to heed the warnings of washing your hands and um, keeping yourself um, and, and just keeping yourself safe. And if you have symptoms, just checking things out. They have all of those kids trying to go out now to check people out. Um, the second thing, which actually in general, we need to keep ourselves that way anyway. Yes. And the second thing um I wanted to talk to people about is um, one of the best ways to combat just not just that virus, but one of the best ways to combat any germ, any virus is to keep yourself built up. What does that mean? That means to keep your immune system fortified, keep your immune system strengthened. And there are many ways that you can do that not just with the supplement intake with your vitamins and minerals, but there are things that we can do to keep ourselves built up. Eating right. What does eating right mean? In a nutshell, include mostly fruits and vegetables with what you eat. Put those fibers in you because the antioxidant content is very high. And antioxidants are what 
build your immune system up because antioxidant means anti-ager. Mm-hmm. So what it does is it gives your body to the ability to recover and recuperate. Also, exercise. Every time you exercise for at least 10 minutes, you rebuild your whole immune system. So those are two things right off the bat that you can do to get your body built up so that if it comes in contact with any virus or any germ, your body will be able to fight. That virus mm. is hitting a lot of people, especially they say it hits the older population yep. because their immune systems are so weak. So if we get our immune system strong, your body is made to fight. So if you get your immune system strong, your body will fight off most germs daily. Our bodies, our immune system, believe it or not, our immune systems fight off cancers every single day. Every day they fight cancers. It's not until that immune system gets in this weakened state that the cancer or the flu or the cold or the germ has an effect on us. So... Um, um, and you've got some you've got some products that uh, help people out. I wanted to ask a question because I've been used to a lot of things in the holistic field. Right. What when we say lots of fruit, there are some fruits that will not do what they should do. They do just the opposite, like too many bananas or something like that. Right. But can you give our audience an idea of some fruits? Because I think grapes is a good fruit. Right, any of your antioxidant. Mm -hmm. Yep, any of your berries. Right, any of your berries, raspberries, blueberries, Mm -hmm. um, strawberries, Mm -hmm. um, apples. Apples are great. The apples are great, and the skin. And one of the reasons the berries are good is because you can eat them whole, skin and all. Mm -hmm. Most of the nutrients in any fruit is in the skin. The skin of an apple actually scrubs out the inside of your Mm -hmm. arteries and your Mm -hmm. and your veins. That's where the saying came from. I need to take a doctor day Mm that keeps the doctor away. That's where it came from because it literally will. Um, So uh, apples, pears, plums. um, mangoes, mm. uh, pineapple. Now, um, there is a concern a lot of times with the sugars and berries of people that are diabetic and whatever. You want to follow your you want to follow your doctor's advice mm. when doing that. But most of the sugars that are in are different type of sugar. They're not processed sugars. They're natural sugars that your body can actually break down. And absorb. So mm-hmm. yeah, and your body can it's right and and absorb. And of course, in the vegetables, I know you didn't ask me this, but vegetables, <laughs> broccoli, yes. broccoli, cauliflower. Mm-hmm. The more colors you get, the more fullness you'll get. Just think of it like a big red cabbage. How about red cabbage? Red cabbage is great. Radishes are great. Um, um, Brussels sprouts are great. Um, Asparagus. uh, Asparagus is dynamite. Collards. um, um, Turnip greens are great. Rutabagas are great. And the things about the vegetables that I just named, they actually are thermic in nature. That means they heat up Mm. and they will burn 30% of the calories from the foods they're eating along with. Mm. So, for example, you get your plate of broccoli and eat them with some ribs, you're going to burn 30% of the calories from the ribs. The broccoli is going to burn it. So that's a way that you can make your meal a fat-burning meal. Yeah. Okay. See, that's good. And I know that you do some training in the WIC program. But you also started some uh, things here in Baltimore. So how would a person uh, know? Like, I know you do individuals. Right. But do you do groups like a nonprofit group? Uh, I know you have some schools. Tell us a little bit about that. And uh, Yeah, on the group end, on, on the group end, yeah, I do individual training. But on the group end, yes, I'm here at the Golden Days um, Adult Daycare Center. And that's where your seniors are. Um, and, and people even that have seniors, Dementia, Alzheimer's, 
things like that are just challenges, physical challenges. And we do exercise right in the chair, a creation I have called Seat Beat. You get a seat and a beat, we can roll. The only way you cannot do this is if you can't physically sit down. All right, as long as you can physically sit down, it won't be too much for you. And I do nonprofits and I do churches as well as now. We just finished at Rogers Daycare with the kids um, um, last week. And we uh, were just at Coleman Elementary School this week. Um, working the teachers out. And you get ready to do corrections, yeah. I understand. Right, and get ready to go to Corrections Academy wow. and work with the kids on Wednesdays. Get with kids on Wednesdays. The object is to get kids active and get them active because at certain ages, those hormones are racing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, and, and that's why it was called physical education. With all the education you need, you need physical education. There's a scripture that says, with all you're getting, get understanding. Mm -hmm. Understand that I don't care how much technology, how many iPads, how many iPhones, how many Facebook and Instagram pages are, your body still needs physical education. Mm -hmm. You are not a robot. You are not a machine. All right. And actually, um, I was given um, a quote. I got a quote from a good friend of mine, um, Carlo Gabrielian. And he was uh, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes is a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And he said that and he always said that the human body is the only machine using anomaly, using an um, uh, um, uh, example, only machine that gets better the more it's being used. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's like grandma used to say, use it or lose it. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so the more is being used. So, yeah, we're going all across the city and we're available to do to do groups and um, to group groups and give you an exercise experience that hopefully will lead to a lifestyle of health and wellness. And this time that we're in, uh, that is so very, very important. And give them a way to get in touch with you. And folks, I'm telling you, if you never did it before, if you never had a real exercise plan, I'm probably a good example of how we can get lax, but then how we can get back on course. Mm -hmm. I used to be so roly-poly that they were going to put me in the circus as just a barrel, a big fat barrel. (laughs) But I think my being around Reggie and he watches and sees what I eat, I am probably still roly-poly, but not so roly-poly like I used to be. I'm going <laughs> to bring a picture and show them how roly-poly I was. But it doesn't matter, folks, if you are overweight, if you're not having the best kind of health, then it's never too late to exercise. No, no. And uh, Reggie is doing a great job. He's uh, now located uh, with us here in Baltimore, has plenty of space to come in there and stretch you out. Mm-hmm. But I saw something, Reggie, on um, America's Got Talent. Okay. And I had to ask you this question. The lady is on that show, and her body actually stretches. I don't know if you're out there that like uh, America's Got Talent, but you can look it up. This lady came out. She does calisthenics. Mm-hmm. And to me, it looks like she's got to be double jointed or triple jointed or something. Mm-hmm. But you actually can see that lady's body stretch out. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? You ever see anybody like that? Yeah, see, I guess she's like a contortionist, sort of but, like a, Yeah, but more because, see, I watch the contortions too. But So she's probably got that and something else. So uh, obviously for her to stretch, that means some of the joints have to move, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. She's probably got... Um, uh, an unusual, um, above normal amount of flexibility in her joints yeah. and her ligaments, which um, also 
is a form of fitness to a form of a fitness too. And it's a form and it's what we need to look at if we're talking about overall balance health. Right. One of the biggest things that takes place um that we don't do when we're looking to have a lifestyle of health and wellness is we don't have a balanced program and we need a and a balanced program consists of your eating it consists of your mineral intake it consists of your strength it consists of your endurance which is your heart and it consists of flexibility we need to stretch more because what that does is it takes the stress off the bones and off the joints improves your elasticity and improves your ability to recover and to recuperate and a lot of them will exercise and work out and we don't think about stretching and and we don't think about stretching and also rest Resting our bodies. So that means if she's stretching, then that means that she's going to get a whole lot of mileage out of her bodies over the years. Because once your body stiffens up, mm. and anybody knows if yes. you've ever had your body <laughs> stiffen up, <laughs> you don't walk the same way when you stiff, all right? That's you go truth. up them steps or go down them steps or maybe fall down the steps <laughs> a different way yeah. when you are tight. You get up, yeah. if you tight, you got a different way way you getting up out the chair when you mm-hmm. tight you got a different way you sit you might just sit there a minute and wait for everybody <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get the up and roll out so we got to work on strength uh working on stretching and elasticity in the muscle that means she's really had that along with probably some get the ligaments mm-hmm. because um and, and double jointness yep. and people have that in different in hands and and uh, i mean i'm double jointed in my left thumb so it just is just um, 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 diff- different things and, and different things, but she still had to work at it too. Oh right? yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, to our listeners, you know, you want to if you have questions, you can send the questions to Butler One T B U T L E R seventeen twelve at yahoo.com And the next time we come on, we'll get Reggie or we'll get Danelle um, to. Answer those questions if they come in either one of those areas. Okay. And we want to use this show uh, this week to talk about some things that have been bothering me about uh, our folks and politicians. <laughs> you know, politicians are always around when you don't need them. Mm. <laughs> Most politicians, and I'm sure they'll probably be coming at me next week, but I'm going to say it anyway because I've, I've seen it happen. If you're out there and you're a person, we definitely want to vote. But to, to the politicians. Who's letting you know your body's coming. Okay. I didn't want to interrupt. And we just had noticed that Santa Claus is in the area and he's going to be delivering a package <laughs> to us. So we will get back to <laughs> talking about these politicians. Anybody out there, if you're listening, uh, I think sometimes the politicians think that we are a little dumber than uh, they are. Uh, you hear them coming on and say the, the public says, I've never seen a politician come in my area when they say the, the, uh, the people have said it. When you hear that, you know that that politician is probably related to Trump <laughs> and not telling the whole truth. And politicians, this is meant for you. Why do you come in the communities? Only when it's uh, election time or the only work they see you doing, basically it's ideas that you had that might not have come from the community. So somebody said, well, how do we handle that? Easy. That particular person, you need to put a little X or something beside their name because if they don't live up to the word before they get elected, 
then you should not take time to vote for that person. Mm-hmm. Now, we're non-biased, and we don't pick any particular uh, politician. But we are community-oriented, and we are kind of activists in the community. And I simply say to people, because I get about 10, 15 questions every week. Who do I support and who do we support? And you can make that choice on your own and you can make that decision. All you got to do is watch the people that come in your neighborhood that uh, some of them come just for a photo op. Don't come around all the time. Last three months in office, they're around every day. But I think you ought to hold the politicians accountable before they go into office, not accept what they're going to do. Because I can't believe that 5,000 potholes jumped up in the last six months. Mm. So if that person was in a political position and they could have done something about the potholes three, four years ago, why is it now that people have such an interest? Mm. Same thing with the trash. The trash didn't get the way it is overnight or on its own. And for the politicians to come in and blame it on the community, they should not be trying to make an, a way out. They need to just just fess up it. and do something that will benefit the community before you get into office. So this is just uh, me to the public and the public to say there are a lot of there's a lot of activity that's going to be out there. And Baltimore is kind of SOS. And maybe now that the Democrats have kind of got together they see what it looks like. It didn't hurt anybody. It helped them. Well, Baltimore, you can do the same thing, Mr. or Mrs. Politician. Now, some politicians are very, very good, but some politicians are running the game, and I'm calling them on it because they try to run the game on me. So if they try to run it on me, then they try to run it on you too. So make your vote count. Definitely make your vote count. Don't let people scare you into not voting because it's critical that yeah. we are in control of our own destiny. So, if you listen to us, please, please remember, make people respect you like they want you to respect them. Okay. Yeah. We were going to take a break, but this is so good and so exciting. Mm-hmm. I think we would just talk right through the, uh, through the break. Oh, you right. know that this, pro- this program is sponsored by uh, Sweat and Go, the Black National Unity newspaper, which, again, is something that we should be in support of because it's a voice. It's a voice. It's yeah. a voice for us. And we don't have it. I mean, everybody doesn't, doesn't have a computer. A lot of times they say, okay, check on your computer. What about the people that don't have a computer? You know, mm-hmm. they should have some say in uh, different things mm-hmm. also. And one way to get it, they have about 30 different editors that are working with that, uh, that newspaper. Again, it's called the, the National Black Unity News. And you can find it online. You could even sign up online. But I think every person, every family should subscribe to a copy of that newspaper because you have not just a local voice. It is a national voice. And I understand now they're looking for people that uh, can help them open up different regions. So there's employment opportunities there, opportunities to let your uh, ideas be known. And solutions to your idea, because I'm convinced that most of the people out here, everyday people, have more ideas than this city could accommodate. They don't need the new ideas that don't make sense to us sometimes. Some of the best things that we have, there has been no real, real city support. So thankfully, some of those folks won't be with us after the next election. But anybody that has not been in support of things like AFRAM, yep, AFRAM, politicians, 
take credit and they always go in there. But one, they didn't start it. And number two, the only reason they go is they know that there's never been a problem with AFRAM since it's been there. And the one thing that everybody should be talking about, the politicians, is how can they be involved? How can they support the fundraising project that Ms. Pender is doing? Well, that's my soapbox. I am mm. not going to say any more on that subject. But <laughs> the Harlem Wizards, those of you who've been supporters and know all about it, the Harlem Wizards are coming to town. Mm. They're scheduled to come uh, to Baltimore April the 23rd. So get on the YouTube, let your kids see who they are, let your kids follow them up until the day they come. Because remember, that venue is for our young people to help them with their soft skills. It seems like every good youth organization out here is talking about soft skills, and that's why everybody should be treated the same, support yeah. one another. And if we do those kinds of things, we will open up lanes for ourselves. Yeah. And in particular, we're going to start some training sessions that we hope our young people will be a part of. We're going to have something called YMIT. YMIT. And that stands for Young People's Millet, Young People's Millionaire in Training <laughs> Seminar. So that's going to be a seminar that will introduce right. to us some of our young yeah. business people the path and the track that they should get on if they want to have continuous success. Right. And we'll be holding those right. seminars at least once every two or three months. We hope that the city and all the agency agencies will get behind this. Because uh, people like Danelle and Reggie and Knowledge all have great ideas. Uh, Tillman, there are a lot of people out there that have fantastic ideas, and we need to rally around them. Because until we establish ourselves in a lane, to get in the lane, then we are really just subject to the depression of other people. Yeah. So we're going to go back to you, Miss um, Pender. Mm -hmm. and hear about your actual things. Because you are jack of all trades. Tell them some of the I, stuff that I you do. I do a lot of stuff. I wear a yeah. lot of hats. You do. You <laughs> and do. So, and people um, can't get in the door. She has so many hats. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so... Uh, well, I also do consulting uh, mm. for other grassroots organizations. And so um, 2019, when I talked about that extra money that I was able to earn um, mm. over the summer, which was able to sustain the nonprofit organization, is um, going into help um, with the infrastructure of an organization or business. And so with, uh, and I love uh, black owned businesses. Mm -hmm. I, I love to support black owned businesses, but there are some times where the, the actual uh, foundation of the mm -hmm. organization and business is not in place. So the attendance structure for a nonprofit organization that works with youth, what is their attendance structure? How do they collect their receipts? What are their, what does their accounting system look like? Mm -hmm. um, how do they, if they have payroll, how do they uh, make sure that they're using payroll? Are they giving mm -hmm. 1099s? Are they doing their 990s? Um, it's certain things that um, start out, startup organizations or startup businesses just don't know they should have in place. Right. And so, I, even um, to the type of business. Uh, yeah, most even, people go into business and they just go and they have no idea that mm -hmm. there are several different types right. of business. Are you supposed to be an LLC? Are you mm -hmm. supposed to be an S corp? Are, are you an independent owner? Uh, sole, right. sole ownership, mm -hmm. sole proprietorship, right. Right. Uh, uh, corporation, mm -hmm. S corporation. Mm -hmm. They have mm -hmm. so many different types of businesses that mm -hmm. you have. Right. And sometimes you can go in one business and, and then 
elevate yourself to the next mm-hmm. business based on the revenue that you're generating. Right. So that's why people need to come to seminars and come to people like you so they can mm-hmm. find out. It's a lot more to going into a business than just opening the door. Right, right. Legal ramifications. And, and even with youth, because um, I've put in uh, behavior modification strategies, because if you are working with youth, but like, let's just say you're fresh out of college, you, you start an idea, and I've had someone like this, fresh out of college, start an idea to work with youth, go to start working with youth and realize, oh, I don't know how to monitor behavior. <clears throat> I don't know what the state standards are for safety in a location. I don't know, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm, things that you mm-hmm. can get a red flag on as an organization that you just didn't know, you didn't necessarily do your research prior to starting that organization. But now we've started, and the parents love us, and the kids love us, and we're doing great things, but the, these things are just not in place. Right. And so um, going in to make sure that that, you know, to help out. Because um, sometimes yeah. we get uh, uh, yeah. information. Uh, people say, well, I want to go into business. I've got a, a product and I'm going to sell my product all over the world. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't check all the legal ramifications or the legal requirements, then you're going to be in the hole before you ever get out of it. Right. So everybody thinks their idea is the best thing since the sliced bread and there are about a million other people out there thinking the same thing. Right. So mm-hmm. one of my first suggestions to some of the uh, emails I got last week is to research the industry that you're are tr- trying to get into. See how many companies are out there doing exactly what you're proposing, because we tell people every day that ideas are things. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ideas around in the air that you could pick up on that somebody else had. Sometimes people say, well, nobody else is doing my thing. How do you know? How do you know? Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how to find out, if you don't know what a patent office is, and there are many people that have a patent on a product they're doing now, and they miss the fact that other places in the world can steal your idea. So if you get something patent, you usually want to get a patent that protects you when you go overseas. And if you think your product could be sold, say, in Korea and Japan and China, then you need to get an international patent, too, uh, on whatever the idea is. And then make sure you've got a representative in that country. Mm-hmm. And some countries that you go to, you take Africa. If you go to Ghana and Africa and you want to get a house, first you go in a, in a neighborhood, and they don't have the sidewalk down or the street down. I used to ask them, why don't you, you're going to build all these houses, but what street? They said, well, <laughs> if you don't have houses, <laughs> you don't need the streets. That, that's exactly what they feel. So they feel, what, and they build it like that. Mm-hmm. So when they build a house and build a community, that community is all built, and then they start putting the street down. So you got to know, and if, if you have a business in Africa and you don't stay in that business or have a representative in that business all the time, they can steal your business. Mm. They, if you start a house, happens a lot with houses. If you start a house and you're building a house and you run short on material, so you have to pull back for a while. If you leave that house unattended for a certain amount of time and you come back and somebody's in there, it's almost impossible to get them out. And they 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 wow. just do that. Wow. So we have to know if you're going to be in the United States, there's a set of laws. Mm-hmm. If you want your product to uh, extend outside the borders, then there are other things that you should know. Mm-hmm. And always do not be afraid to use the resources. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of resources that people can use that are out there that mm-hmm. you can tie into. Many of them don't cost anything, but it's always good 
when you can, get somebody that's professional that can help make sure you stay on the right track. Right, right. And that's, that brings me to the evaluation services because I also do evaluation and observations. Okay. So, um, again, for youth organizations, um, I go in. I got a nice um, template that I use. I evaluate the organization or I evaluate just like, like let's just say you had an organization and you felt like one of your teachers are falling short somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I'll come into your space and I will evaluate that particular instructor um, and then come up with um, a game plan. They call it Mm -hmm. a PIP Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, or a BIP (laughs) where, um, you know, let's figure out the best plan of action. Let's get you the training necessary for you to move forward. Sometimes organizations come to me to come and do a professional development with the whole team. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if your whole team is having issues with classroom management, behavior management, um, even room cleanliness, um, how do you put up what those objectives are for your exactly for your program or your uh, your class? You know, those things, the goal setting setting Mm -hmm. and the things like that Um, and incentives. And sometimes you incentivize youth. Right. You say, okay, not not bribe youth. Mm-hmm. But incentivize young right, people, right. Um, getting parents involved, and so putting those things into place as well. But y- your organization should always have a uh, policy on how to observe and evaluate your staff or your organization to make sure that you are being effective. Um, and so that is for the for-profit and non-profit, regardless of what organization or business you're in, you should always be going back to the drawing board, doing your pros versus cons, doing your smart uh, planning, um, doing those things to make sure that things are running smoothly and efficiently. And you know, that's one of the things that many businesses uh, fail to do. They have a, a management style, but it's not always the way it should be. You know, everybody that knows management, they know that you have to get an idea and you've got to have that idea ready so you can present it to your people or other people to understand that. So you got to uh, have that idea. Then you got to delegate somebody to work with you on that idea, because after that, someone has to coordinate the activities that you have. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't those steps when you uh, are doing a business, those steps go all the way over and over again. In other words, if you get down to the point where you co- you've uh, coordinated, you've delegated, and then you uh, put the product out there, whatever it is, and you don't evaluate it properly. Mm-hmm. To evaluate it means that you set yourself up if there needs to be an adjustment, if there needs mm-hmm. to be a change. Right. You have gone through everything. So when you get down to the delegation and the implementation of the idea, if you see something that's mi- that's missing, you go back to the drawing board and go back through the procedure again. Right. See, there are a lot of people say, well, I'm in business, but they don't realize there are a lot of things about having a successful business. And one is called immutable laws. On immutable laws, there are 22 of them, by the way. But if a person doesn't stick to those immutable laws, then they are almost certain to fail. Because the rule, the rule in the industry is that there are 22, root, there are 22 rules that you cannot defy. They're called immutable uh, rules. And if you violate those rules, according to what's happened with the statistics, your business has a greater chance of failing than it does to be successful. Mr. Hot Sauce, yes. you are still at the table. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So tell us what else is on the Reggie file, the Hot Sauce file, the Thornton file, the Sweat and Go file. Well, I tell you, I've been listening to that awesome information that Danielle has been getting of the things that she does finance, fin- found, foundationally. Yep. 
and it's so important. Shucks, I'm learning. <laughs> well, the, I didn't mean it's so you know to hey, put that in and put those right. and and put that work in and put that work in, and it it has me thinking about um, um, fitness and wellness and health. It has me thinking about that, and most people. Even when you talk about from business standpoint, people overlook stuff mm-hmm. that's important. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people want to overlook certain principles and foundations when it comes to shortcut. health and wellness. They want to take a right. shortcut. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you're right. I know you're right. Shortcut. Yeah. And, uh, because they want the short end, dog. Right. They want it right. quickly. Right. They want it quickly. They want the rewards, right. but they right. don't want the work right. that goes and into And some right. things right. in this one, what it is is a lot of people just don't want to take time anymore. And because of the society we live in, everything's quick, fast, quick, fast, yeah. quick, fast. Yeah, just do it. Every, right. Everybody <laughs> just wants stuff quickly. And yep. the thing about it, and yet that's a good point in there, because the thing about you, if you look at the time you spend trying to get a shortcut, <laughs> by the time you weave in and out of all these shortcuts, you will find that you spent more time on a shortcut right. than you and did on a straight cut. Mm-hmm. My dad used to always say, my dad coached always 40 years, and he said, the closest distance between two points is a straight, straight line. line. Straight All right. Line. And sometimes, and it will take time, but it won't take forever. Mm-hmm. And even if it does take a year, I tell people with fitness, give yourself six months to a year. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd have thought I told them to make a pact with the devil when mm-hmm. I say that. Mm-hmm. And even if it does take a year, if you don't take the year to do it, how old you think you're going to be a year from now if you don't? Right, right. The year is mm-hmm. still going to go by. Now, mm-hmm. most of the time, yeah. it won't take a year. Within six months, you'll, you'll, in other words, it won't take that long to see results, right. Right. which is what motivates you anyway. Right. But most people, want, I want it in 30 days. Mm-hmm. I want it in 20 days. Reggie, time. give Reggie. Yeah. Reggie, I'm trying, to get in my, I'm trying to get into my outfit in the spring. Mm-hmm. Well, the first day of spring is March twenty first. <laughs> now they said that Reggie, fifty pounds, right? If I could, yeah. Tw- now, now think about it. Is now I can help you if you know with my uncle's fishing knife. I can help get that weight off. That's about the only way it's gonna come off you. But I can't part the Red Sea. Moses already did that. Yeah. So yeah. what you gonna have to do is take the time and take the time out so that next March, March of two thousand twenty one, we're not in the same predicament. So. I just I guess um what I'm saying is just take the time to put certain things in place. Put a fitness regimen. Take the time and putting a fitness regimen in place. For other words, consult as yours. Consult a that's professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop yeah. trying to jack leg this <laughs> stuff. Uh-huh. You know, hey. right. well, it, just, it just doesn't work because you got to think about it. Uh, even though we're in a generation now that they think stuff just falls out of the sky. They don't realize the work that has to go behind making anything successful. But you get out of it what you put in. Right. If you don't put the time in, then I tell you, you're not going to get a lot out. You may get a little bit out, but you're not going to get much out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I I look at and and, um, so just make up in your mind to take the time. Just make up your mind. It's going to take time. Make up your mind. I'm just going to put the time in. Don't even think, yeah, you want results, but think more about what can I put in place so that I can keep my results for the rest of my life. Let me put that in and put those things in place. Just as you all were saying with the businesses and things, let me put 
to certain things in place so they don't have to worry about the, the red flags. The red flags, the fitness, uh, uh, the red flags, this broken bone, this out of joint, this knee, this hip. Because I tell you, our joints, they're not baby teeth. That's right. You can't put them on the pillow and know for the suit of fur to bring you a new one. Whatever you break now, if you pass 25, you won't have to buy one. That's right. All right. And when you price the money, uh, how yes. much these things cost, mm-hmm. all right, it's best that you keep your one you got in place. Absolutely. Keep that one in place and do, and that requires you just to make up your mind. I'm going to join this group. I'm going to get this advice. I'm going to consult this professional. I'm gonna go to Sweat and Go, Sweat and Go on Instagram or Sweat and Go on Facebook mm-hmm. or 301-793-5878 and at least get pointed in the right direction. Because there's definitely something to going and visit, but you'll find out, I found over the years that most people looking for the easy way, then what they do is they will steal your ideas because mm-hmm. they don't want to take the time to do their own. But there are people that are out here, you got to be watchful of those people that uh, are just scammed. They scammed mm-hmm. from the very, very beginning. Yeah. I had a client that I was doing an energy drink for. We did the initial work, got, got it out there, and they've been out there before, but the lady turned out to be a stone, stone crook. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of giving support, uh, she would take money from her investors that, w- that was supposed to go to, say, an idea that would come out there mm-hmm. and then come to find out she talked the persons out of it or reduced the amount of money that, say, they should have gotten to make the, success, the uh, uh, product successful. Mm-hmm. And there are people that use that, and they do it, and they're professionals at it. Mm-hmm. If they don't get you, they'll get somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to just be ready to cut that bridge. If you're going to go into business, Cut that bridge because everything is not going to go the way that you want it to go. Mm-hmm. But if you know you can't come back, the only thing you can do is go forward. Right. And so that's what we encourage people to do. Find out what's going on. If you become a loyal listener, then find out how we can help you with whatever it is that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Well, we're going to let Miss Donnell talk to our latest latecomer. <laughs> so you want to bring this young lady and, and let her go to speak. We'll let you do it. Um, yes, we have Yamadi here. Um, yeah, yeah Yamadi. <laughs> she made it. Um, she is the founder of the Sister Circle and we um, at Sister Saving the City. And so she can um, talk further about her business um, with you guys and the potential next goals that um that she that you you know she may have. Um Yamadi's also a brand ambassador and um hair model and whatever else, you know, I don't know what these titles I don't know what her whole head is on I don't right know now. what um <laughs> what titles they have now for the for what they do. <laughs> and I guess she can speak more to that Instagram um you know what? Mm-hmm. What that is? Because yeah, I don't she's, know. She's a first influencer. In influencer. Okay. I think is no, what they she's, call she's them. With the, the real group now. Once yeah. you come in that door, then you become part of the family. Mm-hmm. So it's not no one and done. Yeah. So prepare yourself for other things. So why don't you tell people how you got started, and some of the things that you're doing, and then just 
just let us know where you are. You have perfected the art of being late, so we know that we're going to work with you on that part of it and disrupt the whole studio. You can only do that when you are a diva. And then even at that, it's the last trip that you'll make as a diva when you come to us. So let's go, Gamani. Hello, my name is Yamani Pender. Um, I am the founder of Sister Circle. Um, Sister Circle is where young girls get the chance to talk about anything that they want to talk about. Um, can they hear you? I can hardly hear you. Oh, hey, so Sister Circle is like um, a mentor type program. It's a, I'm like a big sister, so a whole bunch of different girls. They come there, they can talk about anything that they need to talk about. Um, I give them as much advice as that I can. Um, I got started... Uh, about two years ago, um, the girls were having problems with the girls upstairs, <laughs> and they was having attitudes with each other and talking about each other, and I said, I'm not dealing with this. So I made them all get in a group <laughs> and okay. talk it out. Um, they have the option of doing everything anonymously, so we'll take around a bowl, and they'll write their questions or comments on a piece of paper, and that way, like, it keep it discreet. Um, anything that is said in Sister Circle stays in Sister Circle, and that's how we establish trust and sisterhood. Um, it's one of the best things I could have ever did in my life. Uh, I love it. Um, I am now thinking about doing like my own podcast or okay. on, getting on radio. We will rich you this one. <laughs> and um, having a Sister Circle so that people can call in and ask questions like, uh, like, Oh, back in the day, like, they would play on the radio, and then, like, at, at the nighttime, and they'd be, like, call and make a shout-out to this person. I'll talk mm. about this. And I wanted it to be something like that. So, um... How, how many members in your group? Are you guys, uh, are you, like, a, a small business, a 501c3? What kind of business? Um, I... I, we're not. We're not no, they're just an offshoot of excellence and ambition. Okay. Um, All right. So you're like a division, mm-hmm. and under under their umbrella. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. right now we have around four girls. During the summertime, though, it can go to maybe about twenty to thirty or so, because mm-hmm. it starts off with a lot. Sometimes people do leave. Sometimes people do come back. So it um it really depends on how the girls are feeling during that time and how they feel about the other girls in the room. So do they do a specific type thing, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when they come to you? Mm -hmm. Is the idea already there that they work around or they come up with something on their own? So they come up with stuff on their own. A lot of them, um, like let's say it's on a Friday, we have our sister circle. That Monday that comes, Mm -hmm. they got the stories from what they did that weekend or um, questions about what something they might have did that weekend. And usually we go off from there um, to build like... um, them get to know each other. Like, them first couple of sessions, we'll do, um, like, icebreakers, mm-hmm. play, like, charades and stuff, make teams, introduce each other to each other to build that trust. And then after that, it's just whatever they want to talk about each day. Well, you know, that's very important, what you said. You didn't use the words, but that's relationship building. Mm-hmm. And an event like that or an organization like yours, and most people don't realize in any kind of sales that you're going to be selling to the public, relationship building is is absolutely essential. And a lot of times, like you said, it may start right within that circle. Because if they can't make a, a good relationship with the people that they're working with, how do they think they can manage out there on a job with a stranger they don't know? Mm-hmm. So the art of building a relationship, many people go into business, they have an idea, and they think they're going to just 
overtake the whole world, but they can't get along with anybody. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are even in this town running for mayor. And when you listen to the place where they are, you know, like one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. the persons that are way, way, way down at the bottom are the persons who don't make good relationships. Mm-hmm. I met one of the mayoral uh, candidates. Mm-hmm. And every time I see this person, it's like he doesn't want, if you come to him like you're going to have a question, they'll either brush by you or point you in another direction. Mm-hmm. So that person running for mayor, mm-hmm. all those things will come back and strike that person. Right. Because when they needed people, they st- snubbed the nose at them. Mm-hmm. So now they want the people to come at them because they're trying to do a lot of things at the last minute. But see, people mm-hmm. don't think like that anymore. The fact that you couldn't build a relationship with that person, mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want. But if mm-hmm. somebody sells you on who they are, their disposition, their character, mm-hmm. chances are you're not going to go back to them. Mm-hmm. They, they've broken that kind of trust that they could have and should have. Mm-hmm. And somebody, you're the leader by being the creator. Mm-hmm. And people have to respect that. Sometimes our folks don't want to respect a person that is in authority or a person that's a true leader. If you were the leader, let's say one of your persons, if they were the leaders, they wouldn't be working on your idea. Why, mm-hmm. why don't they have their own idea? Mm-hmm. So that is so important. Before you came in, I was telling everybody, we're gonna, we do a millionaires in training, generally for adults. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a YMIT. Mm-hmm. That's called a young person's <laughs> millionaire in training. Mm-hmm. And when people do that, with any expert, right at the table, you probably have, except the attorney, you have everything that's needed in a business sitting right at this table. Mm-hmm. Only thing that you that's missing right now is a, le- a legal person. Mm-hmm. Because when you're assessing yourself and making your business plan, you have to understand what legal problems could I run into? Yeah. Have I set up a business that's not going to get hassled by the attorney general, state's attorney's office, prosecutor's office? Because if you have something that's good, they will come after you to make sure that your business is totally clean. Mm-hmm. And one person that you hire or, or that's under you, if they misrepresent your company, Everybody could go down the tubes. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to you? Mm-hmm. So do y'all do those nails? Who does those long nails? So yeah, now that <laughs> that's, where I, that's where I was just the at. Branding, <laughs> that brand, brand ambassador. Uh, that's where I was just at. Um, I go to different people. Um, Doll by Deja is my favorite. Um, and then I go to the stash bar salon. Every uh, Everything that does, everyone that does my hair, my nails, makeup is black owned. Um so are they your nails? No, my real nails are really short. Okay. <laughs> but to keep myself from biting them, I get acrylics done long so that it can keep me from putting them in my But there's so much money in that field, but we don't control any of it. We spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And either you ladies can tell me why people go, because we make certain businesses explode for other people, mm-hmm. but we won't mm-hmm. make it explode for us. Mm. You could be on a good track with us and people think either you ought to give them everything mm. or they're not going to pay the market value for what they do. Right. So you said you go to uh, black. Yes, I, sh- I'm sh- I strictly go to black owned um, nail techs, uh, hair boutiques. Um, a lot of times with Asian nail shops, they use um, a product mm. called MMA on your hands. It causes cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It tears your, it eats away at your nail bed. Um, it, it destroys your nails. But it's really cheap. 
And uh, so they put that on everyone's hands. And that was my reasoning for stop going. And just it's very unsanitary and they're very rude while you're there. Mm -hmm. And um, that is why their businesses um, were so big or is because they use cheap stuff right. and they charge cheap prices. So mm -hmm. this at a Asian shop would have probably been around like $30, $40. But mm -hmm. at my nail salon, it is going to be $70, $80. And that's because they're using the actual products you're supposed to have on your hands to help right. your nails And why grow. do they put the mask on? Um, they, they put the mask on and you sit over there and whatever it is that they got the mask on for, you, you bring get it. In. I never could mm -hmm. understand. It's the, uh, that, I mean, the, MMA, I was talking about it. Yeah, that's what they're trying to block out. So that is the uh, chemical. And they a lot of them get cancer either way. Mm -hmm. But they uh, that's their way of blocking out. They don't say anything, say anything to you. To Your nails usually are burning while right. they're doing it because of the drill and the chemicals together is eating away your nail bed as soon as they put it on there. Um, now, black nail techs, usually when they put a mask on, just to keep the dust out your face. Like, my nail tech will ask me, you want one? <laughs> mm. So to keep the dust out, you get from getting your face. But um, when, they, yeah. when they're using that thing, mm. like a drill with a brush on the end of it. Mm -hmm. Well, those are things that, folks, uh, we're talking about us opening the lanes and having the lanes. Reggie, did you want to say something? Yeah, okay. I'm trying to get this straight. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you... You go to one nail tech mm -hmm. and they use an ether. Now you're talking about not black on you going to. Yeah, when you go to the Asian shops, they they're use using it. that ether. Right. Mm -hmm. But you go to the <laughs> you go to the black that you um, most black on is just because of the dust. Yeah, which is understandable from the dust from the mm -hmm. nails and the foul. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just trying to let that sink in, Doc. That's all. I'm just because so it's like you going there darn near getting killed. Knowing, I, I, knowing that you get right. if I go to somebody and they got a mask on and I don't have a mask on, mm -hmm. something is going to change. That's how I was with perms. What they putting gloves on their hands to yeah. put a perm in, but you, but your forehead, ears, and back and neck, scalp, you know you everything, and then you too. burning. You know, right. Yeah. So, so how do you get more of the black people? Because before, the, the people come into uh, uh, the industries mm -hmm. knowing that we spend, our culture spends money on almost everything now. Mm -hmm. Stuff that they could do, we let somebody else do it. Mm -hmm. But that lane, I mean, I like what you're doing, but I think it should be more people. Maybe y'all are the, um, I guess, estheticians and all of that is kind of in the same lane, would mm -hmm. you say? They, um, so they all have to go to the same school. If you're right. doing cosmetology, you're required to learn how to do esthetician okay. um, duties <clears throat> and nail duties. So you, when you take the test, you at least need to know how to put on acrylic properly and take it off properly. Um, the reason why they're, they're coming back now, but the reason why the number of black nail techs went down, because during the 1980s, it like spiked up, you know, with the long nails yeah, in New York. Yeah. Um, the manufacturers in um, over in Asia, because they do make everything, would not um, sell. Per, would not right. sell not it sell to, to black, black girls. Mm. They refused, and it was really hard because a lot of them did want to do nails, but they couldn't find the product. Right. And now, um, because that was exposed, mm -hmm. more of us are able to get in contact with Asian manufacturers to get. Um, to get it and I also think that's why like um, a lot of them start off with selling hair and they build that repertoire and then are able to um, get with out. people mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so it's it's a whole process it's, it's well, a very long that's probably process. why we need to 
get all, uh, lots of our people to come in groups like this or come into the seminars that we're talking about because mm-hmm. it helps to teach them how do you mobilize and your industry mm-hmm. and take back. That's one of the immutable laws, you know, the law of, uh, of uh, space or the law of, of entry. Mm-hmm. In other words, somebody that does it first, usually they got a head start on everybody else. So most people are catching up. We used to have, in the hair care business, mm-hmm. uh, that used to be one of the biggest products for us to make money on, mm-hmm. like Madam yep. Walker. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, people should go and even talk to younger people because all they do, they figure it's a lot of money because they see all right. the operators, but they don't look like us. Right, right. And somebody that could get that started, then we one day would be able to take back some of the lanes we've been pushed out of. Because right. the yeah. beauty industry was the first one they went after. Mm-hmm. Baltimore used to be one of the biggest distributors for hair care products. The uh, store was called Rogers down on Pennsylvania Avenue mm-hmm. in Baltimore. And he serviced all the black people, and then all the Asians got together and just mm-hmm. forced him out of the market. Mm-hmm. I think so, Marty, for Marty to quickly, because I know our time is running, um, to kind of talk about the hair journey um, just a bit, because um, me and Dr. Butler were talking, like you said, the, the colors and, and all of the things, <laughs> um, and why it's good for our people to understand that you can protect your natural hair. You know, you can get the style you want, but also protect your natural hair. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, because um, I do want to talk kind of about the Natural Hair Care Expo that we're going to be featured at. Because yes. um, yes. it, it's those types of events, you get to show our creativity and beauty, but also mm-hmm. um, understanding that our natural is beautiful. Right. So, you know, I know Maddie gets all dolled up, but she also <laughs> understands. <Okay. laughs> Go for it. Um, so, uh I used to have locks um, in middle school, and I cut my locks off because I wanted weaves. <laughs> and in the midst of me cutting my locks off, I got my first texturizer, and my hair fell out. And um, I went through a all of high school. It was every other year I was cutting my hair off. It was doing this, doing that. It, last year, I haven't had a perm in a year. Um, so with natural hair as a woman, it's something you have to grow to love, to love. It, um, because, especially when you see so many people around you got certain hairstyles and you 13, 14, you want to look like Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You want to have what Beyonce got. So it's, it, it's hard, but I can say that now, um, I really appreciate the time that I grew up in my generation of hair because my wigs don't look like how 1960s wigs look. Mm -hmm. And I can get a wig that looks just like my natural hair. And I think that's what it was. It was like, now I can get a frontal or a closure and I don't have to burn my hair or perm my hair so that can match this. So more girls get their hair braided up. You take your hair out and your hair roll long. You're like, okay, I can wear my hair in a bun now. I can wear my hair in puffballs now. So it's just the evolution of wigs and weaves has definitely contributed to women um, growing out their real hair and loving their real hair and not putting chemicals in our real hair because we don't need it no more. Well, uh, most people that we talk to, like yourself, they're in business and they're Mm pro-black. But how can you be pro-black and your hair is purple or red or or yellow? Mm -hmm. All the things that back in the day, a lot of us tried to assimilate Mm -hmm. the white folks because they didn't get as much trouble, as long as mm. they didn't get locked up. Uh, mm. So we were trying to identify for that purpose. Mm. But then there was a movement up like in the 80s mm. where when you had the black, like uh, Nina Simone, mm-hmm. young, gifted, and black, mm. 
the pride of black people was we didn't just talk about it, but we didn't do anything that made them more money on our culture. Mm -hmm. So I could never understand. I think those things, they look fine, but it's not. Men like our black women natural. And a lot of times people don't think that. They all, all look shy. But to the black man that's had those struggles and still continues to have that, to us, black beauty is there. If your hair was no bigger than that, <laughs> you're black, you're a queen. Mm. And so that, that when people are doing it in these days, it's really setting the black men back, saying, you are our kings, but we're not going to really let you truly be a king because a king, you're going to try to appeal to the king. Mm. And that way, because women have, our black women have always been in control mm. of the destiny, more so than the men. Mm. But the men now are starting a little backlash mm. because people have tried to make our women feel like they're in a totally separate uh, lane. And that the things, cooperation, mm. loving one another. So many young ladies now will stand up and face a man and talk about all the negative things, all the negative things that they shouldn't be talked about. So that that man, instead of having uh, respect for him, they start to draw away. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. going on right now. Mm-hmm. And you see young ladies all color hair, and sometimes <laughs> they look like the rainbow. I have to look and see if it was raining because it looked like they had the rainbow. And I'm just saying that, that you guys are bright, but you're brilliant, but you can't have a foot in both lanes. If you're going to be black, you got to be black. Well, we, we talk, go ahead and talk about the culture, um, you know, So wise. with color, you know, I've heard all of this before. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm used to hearing it. Um, to me, in my hair, and at least with all, all of the girls I know, it's more about us not really caring about what anyone feels about our hair. And I can say that I always tell my mother this all the time, that I attract different people with different hairstyles. So with my, you know, bright hair color, I'm used to attracting the more guys from the, the more urban places. Cause, and it's also just my way of expression, expressing my creativity. It's like an art to me. When I go into the bathroom and I got that big old bowl that I'm not supposed to be using for hair, that I'm using anyway, mm. and I'm putting all these colors, just, it's, it really is an art because I started off with blonde 613 hair and I'm like I don't want it pale I don't want that blonde hair so I'm like okay I'm gonna put this brown with this orange and see what happens and <laughs> it, it taught me it literally taught me colors like it taught me how what when you mix this color what mixes this color I now know that orange if you add orange to something that has purple in it it takes that purple out so the dominant color yeah mm-hmm. so it, and I didn't know any of that but mm-hmm. I learned that with hair and I think a lot of girls see it that way is like I want to express myself. I feel I'm feeling blue today, so I'm gonna wear some blue hair, and it just makes you feel good when you got that new color. You're like, oh, that's me! Like you know, you feel good. And I'm a very big fan of Lil Kim and um, her fashion because it was just out of this world. No one had never seen nothing like it before, and it made me just like, okay, I can wear red, I can wear blue, and it's gonna look good on me, and no one can tell me that it don't. And I think also for darker women. A lot of Dawson girls were told so long, you can't wear this color. You can't even wear a red shirt or red lipstick because mm-hmm. you look this way. And now they're wearing red hair and look amazing. Mm-hmm. And so we, and to us, you know, with blonde hair, because that's the thing, we always say, well, we look better than the, the people that, you know, <laughs> growing out their hair. So we took it and made it look good. But, but, but did they ever think about the consequences or the payment for people to even be able to wear the hair like that? See, I think part of it is the acceptance of something different if you have not experienced the root cause of it. Mm-hmm. If somebody, did, have you ever been to the Great Blacks and Wax Museum? Yes. 
Hmm? Yes, I've been. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then see, all that stuff that's in there is true. Mm-hmm. So many times, and our women look, y'all look good, whatever you wear. You, you got to look good to the mm-hmm. black man. Mm-hmm. But when I, I hear a person being a stone advocate for black uh, support, mm-hmm. then I think that hopefully ladies would get together and say, okay, let's do it, but let's do it on our own. Because I think what people resent more is that you guys are not in control of that. Mm-hmm. I was once going to do hair. I had a person in Philadelphia that had a connection in Asia. Mm-hmm. And they were sending him the real hair. Mm-hmm. And they gave me the chart. I think I still have some. And I said, okay, I could see a person doing that. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, men would put something, a product called conch, mm-hmm. on their hair. Yeah. To just make it, make it straight. Mm-hmm. be straight. Of course, it was damaging to the scalp. So I think our women look pretty. See, we cannot let another culture mm-hmm. dictate dictate right. what mm-hmm. our culture is. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. If you've never been beaten or bit or, or shot at or strung up, it's hard to have that emotional bond that some of the older people have. It's mm-hmm. not that they don't like the colors. Mm-hmm. They don't like the fact that you'll be marginalized because if you could get that and make the money for you and your workers and people like that, I don't think there would be much uh, hesitation for that. Mm-hmm. But everything that you see now, they go into an industry and dominate that. How many black beauty supply companies do we have in Baltimore? Right. They do color. So, see, you're pushed in to giving them more of the dollar. And other people make you feel like you're doing the right thing. But not one of those dollars is turning around in your community. So mm-hmm. nothing wrong, I think, at least from my point of view and some of the males that I talk to, mm-hmm. because I think it's, a, it's really a dangerous situation where our women, our queens, we can't show our appreciation for our queens. And most men want to do that, mm-hmm. especially in the last, say, 30 years, because mm-hmm. a lot of women have been raising those boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't believe it. But when that young man gets older, and he sees that, okay, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to respect. I don't know how to build into my culture. So as a leader, just throw it out there. Mr. Reggie, maybe you could take everybody and make them stand on the head where you exercise, and the blood will come down to the top of their head, and maybe it will be a change. <laughs> <laughs> this is Segway, the Natural Hair Care Expo. <laughs> there we go. So let's, let's talk about Malika. Yes, so Malika Tamu Cooper, um, she is the founder of the Natural Hair, uh, Dresden Heads, and um, she started the Natural Hair Care Expo 20 years ago, um, where we come together to celebrate the natural, um, to celebrate our culture. It's a mm-hmm. cultural experience, really. Um, it has grown um, tremendously. Um, oh, in this time that we've worked with her, we've been working with her for about 16 years with mm. um, volunteering and um, being just a support to the to the expo. This year we have three tables. So we invite everybody to come out and support the Natural Hair Care Expo and see our young people, buy you a raffle ticket. Um, your Maddie will be there and you'll get to see her and her brand ambassadorness. Um, <laughs> we'll have Mr. Reggie there and with some hot sauce. We'll have uh, the Pure Light there as 
well. We'll also be showcasing our young people and from our program with their shoes and their um, snack store as well. Um, and, you know, it's a great experience. We, we love to bring your kids because, like you were just saying, it definitely exposes them young to what black beauty and culture right. is and looks like. And, yes, there are some um, colors. It's some color there, but oh, it's I also know. some. All you some, gotta do is go to a hair you know, show and you will yeah, see. Yeah, they do. I mean, the hair show is, you know, out of this world, and you'll see us from all types of different perspectives. So, yeah. And that's the date of that uh, is uh, March, March the 27th? March the 28th, 28th and, 29th, and 29th. And it's going to be at the 5th Regiment Armory. Um, you can follow them online or Facebook.com. Um, on Facebook, you can uh, the Natural Hair Care Expo. And you can also find it, um, you know, Google it, Natural Hair Care Expo, and it'll come up. And it'll mm-hmm. you'll get in YouTube as well. You'll get to see the promo video. And, um, yeah, it's all right. good. So all the people out there, you know, that want to join us and come, let them come with a purpose. So when they support the raffle, they're supporting our culture and they're supporting somebody that we're raising those funds for. Right. A lot of times you say, oh, I'm not. No, no, no. And then they go around the corner and talk about being black. If you're really being black, then you're going to support the things that help other black people. Right. See, if we help one another and support one another, people cannot touch us. So that's what we want people to do. Those raffle tickets should be gone almost as soon as they're given out. There shouldn't be a hesitation because when they buy a, a couple tickets, they're sending some young person to see an event, the Harlem Wizards, where we're talking about improving the soft skills, mm-hmm. the thank you, the no, the yes, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, mm-hmm. and not trying to be 21 when they're only about 11. Mm-hmm. And it's a serious thing that we really have to support one another on. And once the society sees that we do that, then they will take a different attitude. Because to them, it's all about the money, mm-hmm. all about the Benjamins. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's good to have you on here. So how can people get in touch with you so they can have a true leader, a true entrepreneur, a true visionary talking to them? Okay, you can follow me on Instagram at MavD, M-A-V-D dot I, or you can um, add me on Facebook at Yamadi Pender, Y-A-M-A-U-D-I-P-I-N-D-E-R. And, yeah, you can DM me any questions or anything you have. Anything How many followers you have right now on your page? Um, <laughs> I really don't know. It's over three 4,000 at this point. I feel like it's like 4,000. See, that's, that's great. So think about it. If all those people, or even half of them, supported a kid to go there, see, we just have to blow things up, just like it was Beyonce or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And your your credibility going out to your followers, say, hey, guys, we gonna, let's all sponsor one chap. Mm-hmm. If they did that, when we announced those tickets within two weeks, they would be gone. And the little people, we could do more things for them. And when they see that kind of support, it's coming from our black uh, vendors, business owners, women, men. And we start doing that and saving some of the money to go through our community a second time. Do you know when people spend a dollar that in our community, you don't even get one dollar back? Right back out. Most people, they turn the dollar Asians like six, six times. Other groups, maybe four times. Our group, yeah, we spend all the money, but we don't turn that dollar back uh, to our community. So events and things that we have, because we'll keep having events. Yes, yes. But we're asking people when they join in, the power of of your your your, your followers, mm-hmm. 
her followers, his followers, my followers. You put that together, you've got a winnable combination. So hopefully this won't be your last time on. You'll come and join us and have your followers called in. Mm -hmm. But the partnership that we're trying to build is to show, because you guys can't be blamed for what you didn't know. Mm -hmm. You weren't even here in 85. (laughs) They weren't even thinking about you in 85. (laughs) The thought of making you came a long time after. So we just got to go back to the basics, Mm -hmm. back to the roots, so that we can lift people like you and the kids will follow you. Mm-hmm. That's one trying to call on my phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie. Yep. Well, and you can reach me on Sweat and Go for all your fitness and wellness needs. Sweat letter NGO uh, dot com on face on um uh, my my website and Sweat Letter NGO on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter. And LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you can find us at Excellence and Ambition. Put it into your Instagram, put it into your Facebook. You'll see us with the purple diamond. Okay. Um, that's what you'll see is our logo. And um, you can follow me personally, Danelle Pender, Danelle Austin Pender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, got my, my hyphenated <laughs> on the Facebook. Right. Um, and um, you can also call 443-813-9607. Text is really best. And email us at excellence.ambitionyouth at gmail.com. And we thank you for your support. And to all our listeners, we're going to ask our partners to send out uh, a memo on what we think will help with the crisis that we're in with this. Uh, if, if the... Uh, Corona virus yeah, yeah. is real. We're suggesting that all of our people, you can protect yourself somewhat. We have a filtration system. It's called Pure Light. And if anybody wants to know or see how to protect their home, protect the young people, they can call me or call Reggie, call any one of our people that can tell them how Pure Light can help them. Because mm-hmm. I have a feeling that when they cut things off in the next week or two, we are going to be the ones that suffer most. I guarantee you. So there is a protection. It is not a joke. It is not fake. There is something that could be damaging to you, to your family, but you can avoid it. You can have a protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, pure light is something that's out there. Folks, a lot of folks, uh, professionals don't like for us to talk about it because we'll save money for our community. Less people getting sick, less people taking off. Uh, less money that you have to spend on medication and stuff like that because if you prevent it before it starts, then you will be safe. I don't care what everybody else is out there. So people need to call us and find out how we can protect them and their house and even from strangers that may come to you. Mm-hmm. And that's with Pure Light. And we'll tell you more about that because uh, we'll be meeting to tell all of our partners what to do, how to reach their clientele. And we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to Faces Going Places. Again, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Our specialty is helping you raise funds. If you're a nonprofit, if you're a for-profit, if you're a small business just getting started, we got a healthy program where Reggie will exercise you, and I'll take you through the tunnel of economic development. And so I don't know how our time is because I think my producer is eating dinner or something. <laughs> he said we had to. Before he said I had a certain amount of time to get off of this uh, this podcast, but he is ignoring me. So we're going to keep on talking until I see a sign from him that we can wind this thing up. 
I had to go to the bathroom, but he is doing his finger in a little circle. I don't know if that means to put the toilet seat down or keep talking. So I am going to make it so I will keep talking. All right. So let's go back to Reggie. Reggie, what if a person like me does not want to be roly poly anymore? What can you do? Other than getting a meat cleaver, what can you do? <laughs> well, basically, um, I guess the bare bones, there's so many things that pop through my head, but one of the bare bones that we can do is we can look at the reason why you're expanding and you want to reduce. And the object is, to all of this, is to raise your rest of metabolism up so that you begin to burn more fat than you store. And that's what the object of, of fitness and wellness is. Uh, because when you have excess fat, excess fat is the incubator of disease. Mm. So in other words, when you contract anything into your body, virus, we're talking about virus, we're talking about colds, where they live is in excess fat. Mm. So what happens is when you take your body fat down, um, men, men down below 20%, uh, uh, 22%, women down below 34%, down um, below 20%, what happens is you begin to um, move yourself into a he healthy and alkaline state. Mm -hmm. And you can do that by your eating habits. Um, by Again, as we said earlier, eat more fruits and vegetables getting some activity in at least three times a week or exercising every 72 hours. Start off with a 10-minute walk, um, a 10-minute walk at least three times a week, um, and then let that lead to something else. And just a 10-minute walk three times a week and adding more fruits and vegetables, uh, making sure you eat fruits and vegetables with breakfast and lunch. If you just start out with that for the first two weeks, if you measure your waist on Sunday and you do that and measure your waist again the second Sunday, which is 14 days from now, you will see a reduction in your waist just yep. in that alone. Yep. Well, you know, Reggie, I was in the uh, health field at one time and I had a lot of holistic folks, folks that I worked with. And Dr. Savy, if, uh, if uh, yes. everybody yeah. everybody mm -hmm. knows who Dr. Savy is, well, I was working with Dr. Savy. I had the pleasure of working with him to extend his uh, locations in the United States. And also when he worked on people like Stevie Wonder and Aaliyah and sent them to Honduras, because that's where they went out of the States to train. Mm -hmm. But he said something when we were selling a product, it was called the One Day Diet. Mm -hmm. And everybody laughed when they heard that One Day Diet. I didn't know why people like Oprah lost the weight, and she was very, very wealthy, right? But she always gained the weight right, back right, plus some. Right. And she had tried all these diets. Mm -hmm. And what Dr. Sabi taught me, because I said, well, everybody, they diets, but then it comes right back. He said, there's a reason for that. When you go on a diet and you start to not eat, and you, you have changed your eating habits, so you're not eating, but you're trying to diet, diet, diet. But he said, no, you, that's wrong. Because what the body does, once you've gotten down to a certain weight, and then the body says, okay, you did this to me. You told me to lose all this weight. But I'm not going to let that happen to me again. Mm. So what happens, well, you gain the weight back, the body goes into what we call a starvation mode. Mm. 
So the body figures, yeah, you, I dropped all this weight, but I'm not used to it. So I'm going to help you put that weight back on. And then I'm going to add a little bit for as a precaution. Mm-hmm. So what your body does, once it's lost that weight, you think that you're okay. But unless you're exercising all the time Keeping. to keep that metabolism down, right. the body is going to tell one day the body is going to say, okay, here's my opportunity. I'm going to suck it to you. <laughs> and so you gain all the weight back plus 10%. Now, how do you do that? Then the one-day diet with an exercise program, the one-day diet had little pills, and the pills were full of vitamins. So one day you could eat these pills. No food, just eat, eat that. And it came up to be 330 calories up for that day. So let's say you were used to eating 20, yeah, 30 calories, 3,000 uh, 3, yeah, calories 3, 000, a day. 5, so now you cut that down, right? The next day, you eat whatever you want to eat. Just in moderation, don't pick out, but eat whatever you want to eat. Then the next day, again, you take the vitamin, mm-hmm. take the pill, take it up. You'll notice at the end of the week, you have saved almost seven or 8,000 calories. Because if you were eating uh, 3,000 calories a day times seven or mm-hmm. even say six, so you take yeah. one off, you multiply that. And you get that big number. I don't yeah. know what it is mm-hmm. offhand, but right. probably about 40,000 calories, close to that, yeah, right? 49,000. Mm-hmm. So you're, every week, see, you're saving those calories. And then added to it a small exercise program, <clears throat> your body is going to get in shape. It's going to get in tone. But the body, you trick the body. The day that you eat just the vitamins, the body don't care what you eat as long as you eat. Mm-hmm. So those pills with the vitamins, what they do is they keep the body stable. Because mm-hmm. the brain says, and you, you eat the pills, I think it's like two an hour, but you do it all day until like seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So the body never, you just eat. And the body says, oh, that's good. I'm going to keep you nice and fat and roly-poly. So you just eat. But in the whole day, it's like 330 calories. Mm-hmm. So you're doing 330 calories four days out the week. You're eating whatever you want to eat three days out the week. Mm-hmm. It's virtually impossible for you not to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Because you cut the caloric intake down by so much. So we don't have those pills. I helped a gentleman. uh, It's up in Pennsylvania, from California to uh, Pennsylvania. We went, this guy was 532 pounds. Wow. He was so big that his daughter, she was like eight years old. Mm. And I asked her, what would she like to see in her father? And she said, if I could just hug my, my daddy, mm-hmm. put my arms around, around him, him and I'll wow. hug him, that's all I, I would like to do. And one day I will bring the pictures in to show you. His name's Peter Lang. He's up at Penn State, and he he runs a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sandwich shop right across the street from the campus. Mm-hmm. But we actually helped him lose that weight because even when you're working with a person, say like Reggie, he's mm-hmm. going to have you on that exercise regime. But if you make sure that your caloric intake is reduced, see, we don't have that pill anymore because Mr. Nobbs, he, he died. Yeah. But you would always be able to break your weight down. Like, I, I am not so roly-poly like I used to be. This shirt I had not had on for 10 years. <laughs> 10 years, because I could only get this part of my head. I couldn't get all the rest of my head. And one day I'll bring that in. But I wanted to say that. To you guys. Let's hear more because I was going to take a break, but I'm not going to take a break. <laughs>
Folks, we certainly hope you enjoyed our little talk today, and we will do it again. Remember, my name is Dr. Mel Butler, and I thank all of my friends for coming out today. And hopefully you listen, and hopefully you'll learn, and hopefully you'll take our advice. Meanwhile, on behalf of all those in Faces Going Places, all those in all the other organizations that support us, have a great day, folks. Goodbye. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes.